This is the daily podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to pause for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. I'm Alan Guile, and this week, to celebrate the opening of Pantechnicon in Mokkum Street, a fusion of Nordic and Japanese craftsmanship, to coincide with the signing of the Anglo-Japanese Free Trade Deal, and to mark the first ever Japanese week on the Great British Bake Off, we're turning a little Japanese. Ichariba Shodei Amitai Etzioni, who despite his exotic name is Israeli and not Japanese, is one of the world's great thinkers about communitarianism, a movement and a philosophy that emerged in the 1980s as a critique of what its proponents identified as the fragmentation of traditional ideas of society by liberalism and libertarianism. Etzioni is fond, when he writes books or gives a lecture, of painting a picture of a gradual drift into an individualised modern world, in which the traditional fabric of small and familial village communities comes to be seen as primitive and oppressive, while the drift into the anonymity of urban life is seen as sophisticated, liberating and empowering. And of course it's a story you can hear at first hand on the lips of many younger people who have escaped the countryside and who have come up to London, believing, as we say, that its streets are paved with gold. There's a lot to think about in what Etzioni writes, and he seeks to present a balanced picture of what is lost as well as what is supposedly gained in this move. It is, for example, almost certainly true that whereas small community and family structures were great at sustaining a narrative of mutual care and ethical norms focused on loyalty and fealty, urbanised life cut people free to pursue a more privatised way of thinking, feeling and behaving. The city was a place to come and explore and to be free from constraint, and just as now many, not least in the 19th century during Victorian urbanisation, depicted this move from country to town as liberation from the primitive, clannish, small-mindedness of the countryside into the liberating rationality of modern urban existence. But in the end, Etzioni is right. Whatever we gain, we lose a lot when traditional communities splinters and fragments. And arguably it's not just that the city presents an opportunity for a more personalised expression of life, which is to say that we are free to follow our instincts, to explore our individuality, albeit in the company of others, but that it actually creates a highly individualised experience and expression of life in which I do what I want in my way and hang everybody else. I think that distinction between the personalised and the individualised is one we need to be very aware of. The former essentially a good thing, the latter much more challenging. 
In Japan, interestingly, despite very successful urbanization, the familial and the communitarian fabric of society remains remarkably strong. The Japanese value family much more than we do in the West. The family matters to the Japanese, and mutuality and care of neighbour in a communitarian and collectivist society is a deeply embedded feature of Japanese culture, taught from nursery school onwards and constantly reinforced in society. In Okinawa, there is a saying in the Okinawan dialect, Ichariba Shode, it means something like when we meet even by chance and only once, we are friends for life. I wonder whether this saying has something to do with the Okinawan instinct for connecting with others, even when Japan for so long existed in isolation during the shogunate from the 17th well into the 19th century, the island of Okinawa's life focused on trade with China and other countries. Okinawa was a place of meeting and encounter, multilingual, international, diverse and eclectic. And so perhaps this passion for forming friendships and for noticing connectedness was instinctive there. Japan is no longer isolated, and the phrase Ichiriba Shode has become widespread in Japanese culture. It sits comfortably in a culture so focused on family and community connection. Come, be part of this. In the 21st century, the Christian church, like the rest of society in the West, struggles with some of the more malign influences of individualization. And whereas personal religion has always been encouraged, individualized Christianity is a postmodern invention and a very strange creature. Strange because theologically and practically from the beginning, Christianity has been a communitarian endeavor. St. Paul has recourse several times to the idea of the church as one body with many members, and to ideas of interdependence. And that metaphor of body comes to be central in the way the church has understood its connectedness to Jesus Christ, its head. Christianity, for all that it has thrown up people whose following Christ has led them apart from the crowd into the desert or into the wilderness, has always been about community. Because Christianity is worked out and lived as we explore the twin commitments and commandments of loving God and loving neighbour. For all their occasional frustrations, our church communities are laboratories in which we explore and experiment with the will of God. They are a non-negotiable aspect of the life of the baptized. Forget my God, my faith, my life. Think our life, our faith, our witness as a community in a fragmented world. And being an introvert doesn't make belonging and connection optional, sadly. In central London, people come and go. The churn rate of life here is not inconsiderable. And this can lead us to think that it's okay for strangers to remain strangers or to be at best only visitors, those who come and go without connection. 
but remembering our connectedness with one another, which is not a connectedness first of our making, but of God's through baptism, is fundamental to our life. That person over there, they're no stranger, but he's your brother or sister in Christ. So treat him or her as such. I kariba shode. When we meet, even by chance and only once, we are friends for life. And in Christ, much more than just friends. In Christ, strangers become friends, and we are members one of another. What binds us together is far greater than what separates us. Because of our interconnectivity, what happens to the least of us happens to all of us. Whatever you do for the least of us, you do for all of us. (laughs) 